Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode on the KFT Church Podcast, hosted by Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Desi Osei. Here, they share conversations and wisdom nuggets on Jesus, love, marriage, fellowship, and, and everything else you didn't think you needed to know about this walk with Christ. One of the things that people struggle with is a sense of unworthiness. I'm not worthy enough. A sense of inferiority. A sense of insecurity. We saw that in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 10. And I would like for us to read it so that we will have some scripture back in what we are saying. He said, then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, This is Jeremiah speaking. He said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Such a powerful promise, isn't it? Then said I, then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say, say not, I am a child, but go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, says the Lord. Amen. And then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have said this day, See, I have said this day, Set thee over the nation. I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I have hastened my words to perform it. Now, when you look at this scripture, it's very interesting, the conversation that is going between God and a man called Jeremiah. Now God began to say that before even you were blood or clot in your mother's womb, I have already known you. I, have, I, I, I had you in mind. I knew who you were. And in there, I've already ordained you before you even were born. As a prophet to the nations. I set you apart to do a specific work. But then, Jeremiah said, ah, me. Me, you have all these plans for me. Me, I may speak. I'm just a child. And there are some of you here, God is calling you for a major assignment. But because you have had a different view about yourself, you are not able to step into it. And tonight, that thing that is blocking you, that thing that has given you a picture of yourself tonight 
may it be removed in the name of Jesus. You know, sometimes the kind of prophecies that we receive, we don't really believe it. The Lord is saying this about me. The Lord has all these plans concerning me. But you look at your situation and say, ah, this cannot be. But tonight, somebody say tonight, there will be deliverance. Now, Jeremiah fell, number one, unqualified. And there are some of you that are feeling unqualified. The reason why you are still in your position where you are, because you don't feel like you qualify for the higher position. Hmm. But the other day, he said that you shall be the head and not the tail. How come, even in our places, we are not the head over that place? You know why? Insecurity. We don't feel like we are able to. Some of you are even limited by your own skin color. Because you see yourself as a skin color. Tonight, may the Lord deliver. May the Lord break every evil mindset. Any picture that has been released for us to see. Any picture of limitation. Let it be broken in the name of Jesus. He felt unqualified. He felt that he was too young. You are not too young. This was a man that God has given the nation to. And he looked and said, I'm too young. There's greatness ahead of you. From today, I pray that you will see what God sees concerning you. I pray that your eyes will be open. To see what heaven see concerning you. Because you are going higher. And higher. May every form of limitation be broken. Somebody say I break every form of limitation. Insecurity is a problem. To the destiny of men. Insecurity. God is saying that hey Jeremiah. I have called you. And he said, no, God, you did not call me. I'm just some baby somewhere. God said, go and speak my word. No, God, I'm just a baby. I just came to Christ. I cannot do this. God said, go. I knew you before you were born. I set you apart for a purpose. And I believe that the reason why he said I'm too young because he felt like there were other people that were better. God, that man is better than me. You should maybe go to him. That woman is better. Maybe you should choose him. Not me. But tonight God said he's choosing you. Say so you are the Jeremiah of our time. You are the one that have been called in the name of Jesus. I say you are the one that have been called. Not anybody else but you. He thought that others can do it better. And so don't call me. The other great men and women out there that can do this work. Who am I for to be called? Tonight, don't look at your circumstances. Don't look at what you have been seeing. Begin to see what God has ordained for your life. You are entering into that door that he has opened for you. 
you will not stay back anymore in the name of jesus any feeling of unworthiness i cast it in the name of jesus any feeling that you are you don't have the credentials i cast it listen you don't need as far as you don't need a degree in this country to make six figures i have a testimony in this house you don't need that it's a mindset tonight may every limited mindset what the system have told you may it be broken as far as the people that are making millions they didn't even have some of them don't even have college degrees that you do Some of you see it one way. Some of you sitting here, you think that you can only buy a house credit because that's what they told you. But who told you? Who told you that you can only buy a house by credit? So all we are hearing, how to fix my credit. Can somebody help me to fix my credit? I just want to pay my bill so I can fix my credit. I just want to get a debit card, a, no, a credit card, so that I can build my credit. The devil is a liar. He said, thou shalt not borrow. Then the kingdom, then your Lord, your God said, do not borrow. You see how we've been trained? Because the moment you begin to believe God to give you cash, begin to flow in that realm. There are people, they don't buy houses with, with the, buy with cash. And it's not just two dollars, one dollar houses, or millions of houses, dollars, properties, cash, because that is how they see their God. Tonight, may you begin to see your God as a bigger God. Some of you, because of your own insecurities, you have seen your God as a small God. That he can only do a small thing because that's how you see yourself. But tonight, I say tonight, may that limitation be broken in Jesus' name. May that limited mindset be arrested. Say, I arrest every limited mindset in the name of Jesus. Now, what is insecurities? Now, insecurities means, or insecurity means, number one, you have no confidence. Any man or a woman that is insecure, number one, doesn't have confidence. It also means that you lack assurance. It also means that you are uneasy. You have self-doubt about yourself. The difference between LeBron James and the least person in the NBA is confidence. Sometimes you may have the biggest skills. You may be the one that you work hard, you have skills. But if you lack confidence, you will not make it. Life is about confidence. It's about being able to stand in front of the CEO and let him know that yes, you qualify for that position. It's about being able to speak up when you need to speak up. You see, when you don't have confidence, you shiver when you are speaking. Some of you, if you were to give you the mic to come here, you pee off. 
When you are insecure, you are hesitant. Hesitation. You always hesitate to do things. Indecisive. Indecisive. I'm sure the woman, woman would like a man who is secure. Not to be decisive enough and say that you are the one I want to marry. The reason why some men cheat because they are indecisive. They saw this sister, they like her. This one, so they start, okay, I like this one about her, I like this. So then they are very much confused in life. But a secure man knows what he wants. He's decisive. He see a vision and he goes for it. He's not easily distracted. Some of you are easily distracted because you are indecisive. And today may the grace for decisiveness. May the Lord give you that grace to move in life in the name of Jesus Christ. May you not be confused about life. Uncertainty. To be uncertain. The reason why a boyfriend or a husband will harass you every minute. Dr. Love said it was unnecessary checkup. Every minute. What, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who, who is that? Who is that? Who is posting that on your wall? The reason why you would do that because you are uncertain that even that woman loves you or not. You are not even sure. So you are checking to see whether she loves you or she don't love you. And some of you, if the Lord does not deliver you, you will develop a high blood pressure. Where anytime you think about her, your blood pressure go up. So, so who, where is she walking? Who, who was around her? And then your pressure keep going up. And it will be a just a matter of time the doctor will diagnose you. A secure man knows who he is. When you are secure, you are not worried about others. You know what you carry. You know your value. And so in your mind, you should be thinking that, yes, it's a privilege for her to know me too. It's a privilege. I remember when I was in school, my friend told me this. He said, damn. I mean, we were finishing college. He said, it's not easy to find black men graduating. And so the fact that we, we are student athletes and we have been able to graduate, we shouldn't take it lightly. Not many men have what we have. And it's true. You need to know what you have so that nobody come and bluff you. And women are attracted to an insecure man. They want a confident man. A man that is decisive. A man that is certain. Because it takes those qualities to be a leader. And tonight, may the Lord remove anything that is insecure in your life. And give you the qualities of a leader. Because she's looking for somebody who can lead. The Lord is calling you. And you are saying, Lord, go, go somewhere else. Tonight, may we accept what God is saying concerning us. 
may we accept what he has called us to be because instead of looking at what God is saying we look at somewhere else to find our security the reason why a young man would jump into a gang group or a young woman would jump into a gang group or dress anyhow because of where she's pulling her inspiration from your inspiration as a kingdom man and a kingdom woman should be based on the word of the Lord should be based on what God is telling you should be based on, on what God has said concerning you don't ever feel inferior anywhere because what he told you that you are the head and never beneath. Walk around with your chest up. Know that your father, the one that created the heaven and earth, he has told you that this is who you are. Don't listen to what people are saying. Listen to what God is saying about you. Oh, Kalamasitayas. The reason why people join fraternities. So, <laughs> because they want they want to feel belong somewhere. So so they're getting their security from the wrong place. These are secret societies. And so they, are, they, are, they, they think that that is where they will feel valued. But they don't know that God has already made them valued. Maybe go back to the word. You don't need any brotherhood to feel like you're a man. You don't need any sisterhood to feel like you are a sister. You are already a beautiful sister in the kingdom because God said that he made you fearfully and wonderfully what? Because if you are not careful, insecurities will make you dress like a prostitute. It will make you dress like a whore. The reason why people dress and they want to expose their breasts, they want to expose their hips, and their butt and their chest men that want to take their chest out with their hair here and their muscles and tight jeans and 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 wants to i don't know because they are insecure insecure men and women because the essence of who you are should not be on what you have hanging out. Not because your breast is hanging out should be the essence of who you are. Not because of brother, this is not who you are. This thing, this thing will go back to the dust. It, it, it will return. As far as when you start hitting some age, it leaves. I wish I can put that picture here. When I was about 2008, you should have Amen. I look right now, it's no long, no more. Imagine if I would have based my essence on that, my identity on the way I look 2008. 
I would have been walking in life like I'm dead. And some of you, this is what you are basing your life, the essence of what you are, who you are, on the things that is hanging out of you. Today, may we return back. Back to the word again. Back to what he has said. Before you were, you were born, before you were even a clot of blood in your mother's womb, me, the Lord, I knew you. Hmm. The Lord said he knew you. He knew you. Say, I have a call. Oh, say it again. Say, I have a call on my life. Say it again. Say, I have a call on my life. As a man, you don't measure your manhood on the amount of many or how many women you can conquer. Some of you men think that the more women you slept, the more you manly you are. You are the devil's a liar. There's a saying, there's a song in, in, in Chi. I can't say it in Chi, but I'll say it in English. <laughs> he said, when your house witches witching you, you think that woman loves you. <laughs> eh? When your house witches are destroying your destiny, in your mind, oh me, I'm a cool guy. Woman loves me. Your destiny is being sold for a cup of coffee. They are draining oil to go and fry some dumplings. <laughs> By the time you wake up, you'll be like Samson. You've lost it forever. May you not sell your destiny. As for a real man is a man that sticks with one woman. It takes a real man to stick with one. An insecure man will leave you for the other one. Eh. Number one, don't marry an insecure man. And don't marry an insecure woman. Men can easily sleep with them. So it's both ways. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 here, Jeremiah just making excuses. Enough of the excuses. It's time. It is time to arise. Amen. Now, when it comes to low self-esteem, these are three ways that people demonstrate low self-esteem. Number one way is what we call the victimhood. When a person played the victim, and chooses to act as though they cannot change their circumstances. Have you seen somebody who is insecure about something and will play a victim about it? Whether it came through rejection, for them, this rejection problem has been there from the day they became Christians. Ten years after that, they are still feeling rejected. And they are still using the same thing as an excuse. And they will carry that into their marriage. And say, yeah, my mom left me.
my father didn't pay attention to me. So all these years, you are still playing a victim. My father was never there for me. You've been playing a victim role for a very long time. And because of that, you are becoming a problem. May the Lord deliver you from it. And people have low self-esteem. Like Jeremiah's situation. It's what I call imposter syndrome. This is when they try to do a lot of things successfully. To try to mask their insecurity. So there are people that they are insecure about some certain area of their life. They will try as much about to master something else to cover it up. I know people that will join the Marine Corps so that they can cover their insecurities. Because when they were growing up, people used to laugh at them. And so now they want to be a man. Or people used to say that, oh, you are not man enough. And so they have to go to the Marine Corps and then come out and think that they, that is what makes them a man. And I believe that the Marine will train you to be more, what is it? More harsh towards even your own wife. If you are not careful the way you even treat people because the way you, you learn the marine, what they told you, be more controlling than ever. Because now you are actually basing your identity on the marine that I went here, so that's what makes me a man. And there are others, the third one is rebellion. When, 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 when somebody is insecure or have low self-esteem, that person will try as much as possible to rebel. When they get to that point, they don't care what you think of them. And they try to break the rules and rebel. Those people that will take a gun and go out there and shoot. Yeah, it's all insecurity. Those people that would join a gang and just be rebellious is insecurity. But they mask it up with that rebellion spirit. It makes them look tough. I even heard about Tupac. I heard that he was a very soft man. But he had an outward expression that was so tough. But those that knew him knew that he was very soft. So this is how he covered it up. By being a rebel, a rebel, a rebel. Some of you are here. You are covering your insecurities. Whether now you want to be a perfectionist. You want to now be successful in certain areas. To cover up. Or whether you, 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 you are playing a victim role in life. Enough of the victim role. Come out of it. Come out of it. Yes, I know that you went through that abuse, the trauma. But like today we learn, you cannot allow your past failures, your past traumas to determine your future. You have a whole future ahead of you. You can make a decision to come out of it. Tonight, may the Lord help you. May your spiritual eyes open. In the name of Jesus.
There's something happened here. And before I even go back to Jeremiah, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. 15 to 17. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. His Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou shalt eat thereof thou shalt surely die. Amen. Now one thing that I want to point out that will shock you that insecurity is deeply rooted in idolatry. Tonight we will deal with that. Amen. Now, in the olden times, when we talk about idolatry, you think that somebody that has taken a statue and is worshipping the statue is only idolatry. No. In our time, we don't take statues. But what we do is that we, we place our hope. And anytime you place your hope in anything other than God, you are worshipping an idol. And some of us have allowed generational curses to even come upon us as a result of taking our hope out of the one that we should be taking hope in and putting it in something else. Amen. Now when you look at Exodus chapter 20 verse 3 to 4, what did the Lord say there? Exodus 3 to 4. Exodus uh, Exodus 20 verse 3 to 4. He said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image in or in any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is even in the water underneath. What God is saying that I don't even want you to take a picture of me and worship it. Amen. But some of us, instead of God being our hope, we have placed our hope in other things. And by doing that, we have shifted focus from God and now have given it to somebody else. And so by doing that, we are worshiping idols. So when it comes to security, the reason why a man or a woman will be insecure is because they have taken their vision, their focus from the one that is speaking about them, what he has said, the one that made them and what he said concerned them. They have left him and now they are focusing somewhere else. And when you hear what the other thing is saying, you become insecure. So some of us, instead of hearing what God is saying, we are hearing what our teachers are saying in schools. We are hearing what Instagram is saying. We are hearing what the world is saying. And by doing that, that is why you are insecure. Simple. If you knew what God said concerning you, you will not be insecure. comes to manhood you the only the only way you know how to be man is what the society is telling you that was the last time you went to the world the word of god and say what does it mean to be a man hmm. 
I said the other time that there's no even nowhere in the Bible that the Bible would even command the man to be the only breadwinner. You go and find it. But the society said that if you are not, if you're a man and you are not a, a breadwinner, you are no, you are, you are, you are, you are no man. And this is the reason why many men are abusing their wives. Because from the moment that he's not working, he has to show her that I'm still a man. No, 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 no. Go back to him. You have shifted your focus. You are worshiping something else. And today the Lord said, I am the one that you should be looking at. Stop worshiping idols. Anytime the enemy question you, go back to the word. When you listen to what others are saying, you are stepping out of what God is saying and allowing the enemy to have his way with you. When you look at Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13, the Lord was saying that these people have shifted their focus from me and have put, they have put their focus on things, other things, and God was making complaints here. He said in Jeremiah, he said, for my people have committed two evils. These are two evils. He said, they have forsaken me. We are forsaken God. The fountain of living waters. We are forsaken him. And we are listening to out, he said, and wanes and them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. That is where your hope is. He said, you have forsaken me. Return back to me. Jeremiah, before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb. Some of you even complain about your height. You complain about your weight. You complain about your head. You complain about your eye. He said, before you were even created, God said he knew you. He made you that way for a purpose. Some of you are on the way to the place. When you get there, you understand why God made who you are. I heard a man of God say, he said when he was short. <laughs> and so he used to complain when he was young. And he wouldn't have that Denzel Washington kind of look. But he didn't know that God was going to make him a preacher. And he said that now he understands why God didn't give him Denzel Washington look. Because as a preacher looking like Denzel, all these women will be. <laughs> so now he understands that he never will understand. When you get there, that's when you will understand. The way you are right now, God has a purpose for you. When you get to that purpose, you will understand why he made you the way you are. Don't ever look down on yourself. Don't ever lose focus. He said they have committed two evils. Why? We lost focus. We have taken our, our sight. We have taken our vision. We have taken our focus and our hope. One that can give us the living waters.
So if you really look deep, insecurity is not even an insecurity problem. It's an idol worshiping problem. Anytime man will lose focus, the man becomes insecure. You are fearful and wonderfully made. You were made in my image. You are the head and not the tail. This is what he's saying about you. So how are you still feeling inferior? That means you have lost. You are forsaking what he's saying and listening to what Times Magazine is saying. Listening to what people are posting on social media. That is what you are listening to. Today, may we bring our focus back to him. As some of us, he said, it is an evil that you have committed. Today, you are, and some of you need to ask for forgiveness. And say, Lord, I have lost focus. And I'm coming back in alignment. I'm not listening to what they are saying anymore. I am coming back in alignment. I'm here to listen to what you are saying concerning me. It is an idolatry problem. Don't place your trust in something else other than Jesus Christ. The moment you do that, you will produce insecurity. Not only that, you will have a sense of inferiority. That is when you, have, you don't have anything. People are inferior because they feel like they don't have anything. And also, you have a sense of superiority. That's when you have something. And both senses are not acceptable in the scriptures. There are people that will use their superiority over people because they are insecure. When you are insecure, you will, you will feel like you are better than somebody. But God never called you to be better than anybody. He called you to be the better, better self of yourself. You are the one that should be bettering yourself. Not looking at somebody else and trying to be better than that person. You never think that you are better than anyone. And that is why we also develop into pride. Where you think that you are the ogre in town. You are the superior man. Everybody should worship you. And when people have money, your true self come out. Your true insecurities come out. When people get power, be careful with them. When you see a man who has a lot but is still calm, that man is great. Tell me the truth. If the way you relate people is based on your money in your bank account, you are a dangerous man. And those are the people that like to show off a lot. Because they want to prove to you that you are better than you. I have done things bigger than you. I'm going to show off right in your, in your face. May the Lord help us. All these are insecurities because we've lost focus. A sense. A sense of superiority. You never thought of it. You thought that those those that are inferior and walking like, you know, like a slave are the only ones that are insecure. There are men that have money that are insecure. 
There are women that have money that are insecure. They want to show off. They want people to, to approve of them because they have the money. We want people to say, wow. Wow. You bought that car. Wow. They need that affirmation from people. An insecure man will buy the car. They don't even, they don't even show it. They can buy a house. You never know the, house, the kind of house they have. Because they don't see their value. Their value is not in that. Their value is not in the material things. Some of you, we can't even touch your car. You put your finger on that car, you are in trouble. You come in there, you better wash your feet before you enter the car. Insecure. I remember we bought our car and then first day my children entered the car. I said, this car is not for me, it's your car. Whatever you want to do with it, do with it. And sometimes they come in the car, they way they have messed up the car. I say, if I, if if I was an insecure father, I would have been my children. But me, I just be minding my business. I say, where you guys want to go? I will take you. Amen. Many fathers are abusing their children because they are insecure. Insecurity has to go. May you not grow up as that father. That abuses his child. Kingdom man is not an abuser. A kingdom man should not be insecure. Because a kingdom man focus should be on the one that carries the rivers of life. The waters of life. The waters of life. So a sense of I am no good. And a sense of I am so good that everyone should worship me is insecurity. And insecurity is idolatry. Also, insecurity leads to insanity. When people are insecure, they become crazy. Do you remember when, when, when the, the wise men came to Herod? And they say, Herod, guess what? There is a king that has been born into your kingdom. He said, who is that king? Look at little child to kill. He searched for Jesus to kill him. He couldn't find him. And he said, I will go wherever Jesus was born and kill all the children that are two years old. Now, this man was so insecure that he killed his own children and killed his wife. It was even said that in history that it is better to be his pig than to be his child because he felt threatened by his own children that he will overthrow him. Insecure man, going crazy. So that sometimes you don't understand why some fathers are fighting their sons. An insecure father. Some mothers are challenging their daughters. Insecure mother. Jealous of your own daughter. Jealous. A brother insecure will fight another brother. That is what happened to Joseph's siblings. They were so jealous of even his dream. That thing was not even a reality. It was a dream. 
And they say they will kill you. He said, we will kill you for your dream. Some of us have family members that are so insecure, you can't even expose your, your children to them. So insecure. Say, Lord, deliver me from insecurity. If a man or woman is jealous, not only jealous normally, but chronically, they are chronically, chronically jealous. For them, it is unhealable jealousy. Have you had a chronic disease before? When I was playing ball, I remember I had a, a line on my shin. And the doctor said, this is chronic. And I, when I researched the word chronic, that means it will not heal if you don't deal with it. But they literally have to open me up and drill that line. To remind the body that there's a, there's a cut there that the body should heal. Chronic diseases don't leave. It stays forever. And when somebody's insecure, for them, they are chronically jealous. And it develops to witchcraft. The reason why there are many witches, because of chronic jealousy. They see how your life is coming up, and then they are jealous. They are around you, and you are doing well, they are jealous. You are, you are, you are singing well, they are jealous. You are praying well, they are jealous. You are eating well, they are jealous. The fact that you're having children make them even ah. Oh, he's driving a new car? Jealous. Oh, his church is full? Jealous. Oh, they just bought a new building? Jealous. Which is coming up soon. Don't worry. Amen. Why? They are insecure. But an insecure man is saying, wow, my brother, I'm with you. I'm celebrating God with you. Because, you see, if you are a secure man, you also know the promise of God over your life. You know what God has said to you. And you know that indeed, if God can do it for him, he can do it for me. But an insecure person will be jealous of you instead of celebrating you. Careful of insecure people. Some of you have friends that are insecure. Be careful. Be careful. Not everybody that is smiling with you wants to be wants you to be well. Some of you are some people are waiting for a downfall report. There are people that are waiting. When is the marriage going to break? They are waiting that something will happen to your child. Not everybody likes pictures on Instagram wants you to do well. You know what many Christians celebrate when men of God fall? It's a spirit of insecurity and jealousy. We are the only people that celebrate when our soldiers fall. Oh, have you heard about that man of God? Oh, these pastors, I know these pastors, they are so bad. And some of you say that. heard Muslims talking about Muslims. Even the Catholics protect themselves. 
the charismatic Christian there, waiting for something to happen. Oh, have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? No, we did not hear anything. Amen. An insecure person is overly sensitive. Be careful. If you marry an insecure person, you are dead. Everything is an issue. Even the way you drank the water is an issue. The way when you pass by the morning, you didn't say hi. Hey. An insecure man, you will spend more time dealing with issues, arguments, instead of building the relationship. And today we learn that any marriage that is not focusing on the purpose, that marriage is not a marriage. It's just shocking. you just sleeping with your boyfriend, girlfriend. When you marry, there must be a purpose. Now, instead of working together to fulfill that assignment, you are spending more time in arguments and in fighting. All because you are overly sensitive. Everything, yeah, everything hurts. May the Lord deliver you. There are men that will cry. They are highly emotional. And highly emotional man is dangerous than a highly emotional woman. And a highly emotional man, most of the time, is very manipulative. We use their emotions to manipulate you as a woman. Say, Lord, have mercy. An insecure person always thinking that somebody is talking about them. Always thinking that somebody is having a conversation about them. An insecure person is so focused on their feelings. And they focus on what somebody say. That it takes them into a realm where they begin to become a little bit crazy. I don't know if you ever, <laughs> ever criticize an insecure person. It may take them 10 years to recover. Yeah. So for them, we don't say anything. Because the moment you say something, they, <laughs> they will enter into another realm because, oh, so you said that you didn't like my, my, my nails? <laughs> oh, so he didn't like my suit, so. And they have entered that realm. And some of them will not even recover for a very long time. That takes insecurity. Today we learned that insecure person takes criticism with a smile in their face. You are getting criticized. Say, yes, sir. Yep, no, sir. <laughs> I will not do that again. But you, you want an explanation from heaven. You want God to come and explain why you got criticized until you understand why you are not giving up. You are a little insecure. Hmm. Yeah, sometimes you need to take an L and keep it moving. Yeah. Me, at, at, at level God has placed me. Yeah, when my spiritual mother called, and I just said, okay, simple. I accept it. And I, no argument. Wait, wait, wait. Arguing where? No. Yes. Even if I didn't do it, 
Because I was raised to say yes. Why? Because when you do that, you become proud. Why do I need an explanation? She's giving, so even if you don't do it, if you didn't do it, next time you make sure you don't do it. That's how I take it. Next time I've been warned, so next time I'm not going to go that direction. Just saying, okay, I've heard you will not take anything out of your height. <laughs> Just say, I've heard you. Sometimes your wife will come late. Just keep your mouth shut and say, babe, I heard you. Are you? You will argue the whole day. <laughs> you are insecure. You want to prove to her that you're still the man and you, you win arguments. May the Lord deliver you. I say, may the Lord deliver you. Hmm. Amen. Insecurity. May you not be jealous. May you not be jealous so much that you, you don't celebrate others. There are some of them that so insecure, it, they find it very difficult to celebrate others. It takes insecurity to do that. Amen. May the Lord help us to operate in the realm of security, not insecurity. And when you know your identity, you are secure. When you don't know your identity in God, you are insecure. A policeman, if you, if you don't have your uniform on or your badge, nobody is going to listen to you when you tell them to stop. Although you can check the records, you'll be registered as a, an officer that is in, you know, you are still a, a police officer. But if you don't have your identity on, nobody respects you. And the moment you know who you are, you are respected. The moment, the moment you, you know who you are, even the ground that you stand on respects you. May the Lord deliver us tonight. Now, let me jump to this. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 15, what the Lord is saying is that I have made many trees. But there's one tree that I've commanded you not to touch. Amen. Not to touch, not to eat of it. Forgive me. Not to eat of that tree. Now, what develops insecurity is that instead of us feeding on every other tree, we end up feeding on that particular tree that the Lord has told you not to touch. And some of you are sitting here, there might be one tree. Tree may be your body image. It may be that head shape that you have. It may be that <laughs> your height. It may be your eye. The Lord said, don't feed on it. Now, the tree of knowledge and good and evil, that tree was there. It was planted there. Nobody was going to remove it. But the Lord said, don't feed on it. That means that when you have an issue in your life where you feel like you can be insecure in that particular way, the Lord said, don't eat. 
When you begin to feed on that particular issue, you will develop insecurity. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Say it again. So this is your tree of knowledge, good and evil. I've made many trees. You can eat all that, but this one don't touch. Now, if I bring it to our life, this must be the area that you may be insecure about. The Lord has made you a handsome man, but maybe your ear is more like mine. You, you understand? So you can focus on ah because of this ear. Because of this ear, right? I, I might be insecure because of my ear. But the, the only way I'll become insecure is when I begin to feed and start thinking about my ear all the time. Instead of enjoying everything else God has made me to become. When your focus is on that particular thing and you are feeding on it, you will develop and insecurity and so he said do not eat of that tree it is going to be there the way you look whether you are fat shorts long skinny dark light skin it is who you are that can never change but the moment you begin to eat of it you'll be insecure that is a solution to insecurity some of you are insecure because you have been feeding on that particular issue that the Lord told you, don't feed on it. Everything else. This one, it will stay. It's there. You are, you're going to be short forever. It's there. You're going to be tall forever. There are people that are insecure about their height. Some of us, we don't like to dance because we're tall. Because you think that only short people are insecure. There are tall people that don't want to look goofy dancing. Me, you tell me to come in the dance floor. I'm not coming. Why? Because I don't want to look goofy. Right? <laughs> Amen. But you know, the short one can move, do all the moves and nobody see them. <laughs> Amen. So insecurity is in everywhere. Every one of us. That's one thing in your life that you are insecure about. That is that tree. He said, don't feed on it. Don't get up in the morning and start looking at it. Every day you are feeding. Your focus is on it. Ah, look at my, look at my eyelashes. Oh, the Lord did not give me the long... If you're a woman here, uh, my hair only stops here. And all you... <laughs> all you focus... That extra that you did not get. When you start focusing on that, you become insecure. If it's your hair that you are losing... He said, don't eat of it. Don't go there. Focus on your mustache. <laughs> Focus on your abs. Focus on your leg. Focus on everything else. But don't touch here. Don't go there feeding on this thing. You wake up in the morning. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And the moment you begin to feed on it, you become insecure. Tonight... We will shift our focus. Tonight, our focus must shift from the issues that we are insecure about. Now we are telling the devil, eat of it. I said, we will not eat of it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Now, who made the man or the woman eat of that tree? And that's where today we're going to deal with. Behind the tree was a serpent. Seducing the woman to eat. And some of us, the reason why our focus have shifted from all the other trees that we should be eating and we are focusing on a particular issue in your life, that particular tree in your life that will bring you insecurity is because behind that particular tree is a serpent speaking to you. Every day you wake up, he's coming for you. Could you check your belly? Check your weight? Check your thigh? Check your, check your lips? Check you know, there are people that are insecure about even the lips they carry. So they have to go and juice it. So that it will be big. Amen. See, God gave Adam a choice not to touch it. Adam you have been given a choice not to look at the situation. You have been given a choice not to feed on that situation. Today, make a decision. Look at your life. Whatever thing that can easily bring you insecurity, say, I'm never going to focus on it again. You will see how much confidence you walk in in this life. Don't look at your height. Don't look at your weight. Don't look at your hairline. Don't look at how you're losing all your hair. Let's be bored. Michael Jordan did it. He look, he's making millions of it. Amen. Now, he could have easily been insecure about life, but he made something out of it. Today, make something out of you. Come out of that insecurity. Don't allow the enemy to keep talking to you. Tonight, that serpent is in trouble. I say that serpent that has been seducing you is in trouble. Tonight, fire will arrest them. I say fire is coming for that serpent. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say fire for fire. Say I have a choice. Say I have a choice. Not to feed. Don't go there anymore. Are we, are we cool with that? Yeah. We're not going to be feeding on that particular anymore? Women, are we cool? We, we're going to shift our focus now and focus on other trees that is in the garden that we can benefit from. The tree of life is still there. The other trees that are there for us. Amen. Because it was not the tree that made Adam feel ashamed. Because when God came and asked, Adam, where are you? He said, I'm naked. How do we get to a place of nakedness? Who told you, Adam, that you are naked? What have you done? Who did this to you? So Adam had to take the leaves, the thick leaves, 
to cover up. And some of you, you have taken the leaves to try to cover your insecurity, to try to cover your shame, to try to cover your guilt. But tonight, the Lord is here to remove it all. Some of you have used your success as a fig leaf to cover you up. And you think that, yeah, I can be the best in this company. I can make this amount to cover up my insecurity. The Lord said, no, 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 no. The fig leaves were not, were not commanded to be used to cover you up. It's figs. It's just a matter of time. It will dry up. You cannot fake it all your life. It's time to be real. Say, Lord, help me. Say, Lord, help me. So it wasn't the tree that made Adam feel ashamed. It was the eating of the tree. So the tree can be there. The insecurity can be there, chilling. If you don't eat of it, you'll be fine. You will never feel guilt. You will never feel ashamed. You will never feel bad. But the moment you start chopping that thing and start focusing on it and start being meditating on it, that is the day that you feel ashamed. That's the day that you don't want to walk among people. That's the day that you don't want to do anything because what? You are ashamed of yourself. Tonight, the Lord said, don't feed on it anymore. Don't feed on it. Yeah. You could be having, yes, if you're a woman, maybe you, are, you have weight. If you're a man, maybe you have weight, whatever. You know, God is taking you. I always say that you don't know the kind of man that God has ordained to marry you. There are some men, they don't like skinny. There are men that they don't like big. So everybody have their preference in life. But maybe your ordained husband and where the Lord is taking you, that is the kind of person they like. Now, if you, if you are insecure, you will change that and try to become something that you shouldn't be. Because before you were, you were even in your mother's womb, the Lord said he knew you. He knew who you become. So the day your husband show up looking, where's my wife, where's my wife? Will not see you because now you look like somebody else. Amen. So be comfortable with who you are. Be comfortable with your, your, your insecurities. Now, no, I don't want to use the word insecurities. Your issues. Some of you have issues. He said, don't feed on that issue. Say, I will not feed on my issues. Say, I will not feed on my issues. Because that tree will never be removed. The way you are until you are dead, it's not going anywhere. So it's just going to be there. Let it be there forever. But don't focus on it. And you will never be in. In the name of Jesus. There were other trees that were there that the Lord permitted them. They were the tree of life. Which is God's word. It was there. They could have eaten it. Some of you, that's what you should be eating. Go back to the tree of life, the word of God. Alright? Bible said that you were wonderfully and fearful made. He said that in the word. Go back there. Eat of that tree. Stop focusing on your issue and eat of the tree of life. Go back to the tree of the blood of Jesus. That you are worthy enough to be bought by the blood. It says it was a tree that was in the garden. 
The blood bought you. It was a tree you should be feeding on. I'm worthy enough for Jesus to pay me with his own blood. I have been redeemed by the blood. That's a tree. We should be feeding on these things. Feed, feed on the Holy Spirit. There was a tree of the Holy Spirit. Feed on that one. Because where the location of the Holy Spirit is in you, he's here with you. If you understand that, you walk with some confidence. You enter your office with some confidence because God is with you. Feed on a tree of abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. It's enough grace. It's a tree that was there, but you will never focus on it. There's a tree that said that you are a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. You are a holy nation. It was a tree that was there. But we focus on that little one. One tree. Instead of enjoying all these other trees. Stop looking at the 10% that you think that God did not do well with. He made you at least 90% right. But the enemy, tonight that devil is in trouble. That serpent that tells you to lose focus on the 90 and start focusing on the 10%. Tonight may fire catch that devil. There was a tree. And he has given his angels charge over you. The walking angels are with you. It's a tree. But we're not focusing on that. No, that, that one we don't want to eat. Focus on the fact that your, your, your mouth is too big. That's what, that's what you want to focus on. <laughs> you want to focus on the fact that your cheeks are as big. But some people like that. What you hate, somebody like. Some of us didn't like certain features about ourselves, but we lost focus a long time. We're not feeding on that anymore. Amen. Tonight, may the Lord send to that devil. I say, may the Lord send fire to that devil. In the name of Jesus. Say, I will not eat of the tree of insecurity. In the name of Jesus. Say, I will feed on the word of God. On the word of God. You see, when you feed on yourself, you become conscious of yourself. But when you feed on the word, you become conscious of him. And focus. He said, the evil that you have committed, you are forsaking me. And you are even looking at yourself. You are looking at your eye. That maybe twitched a little bit. But he said, focus on me. Because insecurities are here all over this place. But the only way to come out of it is not to focus on it. Amen. Like I said, behind that tree was a seductive snake. And Satan will always use those issues to cloud your identity. He will use what you hate about yourself so that he can cloud your identity. And that could be just one thing. One thing. You know Satan lost his power a long time ago. <laughs> but he uses those things to communicate to you. 
And for some reason, the enemy will, will always let some, some young guys, some young girl, why, when you were young in school, to point that thing out. You, do you know that your insecurities can be easily pointed out? And they will start joking about it, and then it becomes an issue. Oh, they used to joke about me that I have, I have this, I have that. I don't want to say anything. Amen. Tonight we are ready to pray. Stop comparing yourself to others. Because the fact that you compare yourself to others, Satan will use it. Oh, yeah, she likes comparing herself. I'm going to use it. That's how the enemy communicates. The fact that you don't look as good, you think you don't look good, he's going to use it. The fact that you think that you, somebody else is doing better than you. Oh, right there. The fact that someone else is ahead of you and you are jealous, right there. Satan will use it. He uses our issues to fulfill his propaganda. And tonight, we are saying no more to Satan. Somebody say no more to Satan. We need to put on the full armor of God. The problem is that we as Christians, we have the armor, but we don't wear it. But tonight, may you put it on. Because all these are darts. He said that, and quenching all the fiery darts of the enemy of faith. Wear the, the, the helmet of salvation. Some of you mentally, you are always under attack. Where is the helmet that protects your head? The breastplate of righteousness. The belt of truth. Seek the truth. It will hold you tight. Amen. There's no more bondage. Amen. So three things we can learn and then we're going to enter prayer. Number one, we must have consciousness and intentionally and consistently feed ourselves with every tree that is planted in our life or in our garden and not focus Amen. So make sure that you intentionally, consistently feed on everything else but that thing that makes you insecure. Don't focus on it. Number two, you have to make a conscious choice to not eat of that particular tree. And then the third thing that we're going to do tonight is you must remove the snake from your garden. Tonight, that snake must go. Say, I will remove every snake from my garden in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Romans 8, 15. Be on your feet. You're about to... Tonight, the snake must go. Every form of bondage has to leave you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What is he saying here? He said, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So when it comes to bondage, it's a spirit. And some of you are under bondage to think the way you think. There's a serpent in your garden telling you to focus on one particular tree the Lord told you not to eat of. Jeremiah, with all that he carried, 
The Lord told him, you have, I have ordained you, I have set you over the nation to pull down, to tear down. Jeremiah, you have so much authority. But his focus was now on that. He's for that particular thing. He thinks that he was a young man. I'm a, I'm a child. Somebody else is better than me. You compare yourself. Stop comparing yourself. Satan is using those issues to bring insecurities to you. And from tonight, you leave here and say, no more, Satan. Any serpent behind me, causing me to think the way I think, taking my focus from the Lord, and me focusing on what the enemy is saying, tonight, tonight, may that serpent catch fire. He said, your heels shall bruise his head. Tonight, we bruise the head of the serpent. When Jesus came, what did he do? He said, behold, I give you power. Over what? The serpent. Because he's there. And tonight, we carry authority and power over that serpent. And we're going to cast that serpent out. Out of our lives. That's the only thing we can do here. The rest, the other two, you better focus on. Be conscious about not feeding on that tree. And also make sure that you are feeding on the, all the other trees that God has for you. There's so much blessings in your life. So much grace in your life. So many things that God has said concerning you. Start feeding on that. In Jesus name. Somebody give a clap of into the Lord. Again, your hosts were Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Leslie Osei. We hope you were blessed by this conversation and gained insight. Please be sure to connect with us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Kingdom Full Tabernacle. Until next time, God bless you.